This is a Main Hustle Media Podcast. What's up? Where'd you just send me? <laughs> Wait till you see it. What is that? That's my cab, dude. The fucking Why shoe manufacturers don't accommodate big ass Japanese <laughs> big ass. calves. <laughs> I was like, wait, where's that coming from? The it side looks part? like an it looks like an ankle sliding into a shoe, not my calves squeezing out the top of a boot. Right. It looks like your foot is pointed down <laughs> to go into it. I know. Wow. I'm so mad. <laughs> I even got a size bigger because I knew that the that the calves would be a problem. Listen. My mixes didn't stir oh, all the way. Sure. I got segmented mixes. I got big Japanese calves. The fucking thing looks like it's being squeezed out of a tube. Wowzers. <laughs> <laughs> You're wowzers, man. I'm so mad. podcast about blurred shit and blackness from the mixed black perspective this is your boy blurred vision sorry i was sipping on my drink and i i didn't time it out well <laughs> mixed girl and Maine. That, and that girl over there is mixed girl Maine sipping on some tea <laughs> no nah, we ain't got no tea to sip on right now do we no i don't think so do we i mean just general adventures in caucasia is always happening at work adventures in caucasia adventures all right i got one for you this what? i i don't know did i text this to you i might not have i got a co-worker that i love he's a sweet dude i dig him we eat lunch together everything's cool out of nowhere at like 4 35 on a thursday this fool says charmaine did i ever show you show you this picture and so i walk over to his desk and i'm like what is it and it's a picture of him with queen latifah and oh. It's a him, but it didn't look like him. So I was like, who's that? And it's like, oh, that's me. <laughs> and I was like, he has hair and he's bald now. So I'm like, mm-hmm. are you, when was this picture taken? And he looks, he's like, let me check. And he looks, he's like, oh, 2007. And so I was like, okay, um, where did it pop up in your Facebook memories? He's like, no. I was like, okay, did you go, were you just going through that photo album? He's like, no. And I'm like, Okay. And he goes, I just thought you of all people would really appreciate this picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you of all people. 
the only black person I know, deluded black even because I don't present that way, and he just needed me to know that he met Queen Latifah in 2007. I once met a famous black person. <laughs> Come here, like, almost black person. God Come here. damn it. Oh, it had this kind of stuff happens to me at that place all the time. Do you do, let me? Do you find it like they are they're trying, or is it that they're just like they don't really know how to deal with it, or you know what I mean? Like, are they trying to be like, oh, this will be this will make some inroads with me? And yeah, and I I absolutely think that it it these people are so isolated from any kind of blackness that they need to tell me every time they have an experience that is adjacent to blackness. The same dude, his new little crush or whatever's BFF is biracial. And so he wanted to show me a picture of the BFF, who he hasn't even met yet, just to be like, you know, he's cute for a black guy, right? And I'm like, ah, see, it's the whole for a black guy part. <laughs> you know, or um, I told you this a long time ago that uh, when Green Book first came out, that boss number two was like, hey, Charmaine, you're black. Have you seen Green Book yet? <laughs> it's like, you're black. <laughs> like, I need you to stop. Wow. And he has brought up Green Book to me about 12 times since. My I have goodness. already told him I am not seeing this movie because of the, the Don Shirley stuff right, and he's right. like but it's a really good movie i'm like but it's historically inaccurate and he's like yeah but it's still good and i'm like sewer rat may taste like pumpkin pie but i never know because i wouldn't eat the filthy motherfucker i don't care how well acted it is they intentionally deceived in a way that like not like it's not like you do something from a period piece from like 2000 years ago where obviously we don't know what happened during these times so we're just putting up what we think happened right this is something yeah. where the people are still kicking so You'd be like, it's it's good for fiction. But... Right. You could research it and have done it correctly, <laughs> maybe. Right. So, yeah, this shit happens to me at work all the time. And I really, 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 really thought when I took this job that, oh, good, I'm working for gay men. And so they're a marginalized group. So they're going to be, they're not going to be problematic like my last few places, right? Like, I'm not right. going to deal with the same stuff that I dealt with. Um, it's just this weird, it's just this weird place that where you can be like, at the end of the day, and a rich white man, gay or straight is a rich white man. Like the marginalization does not touch them. Right. So, yep. That's what it is. That's Clear what it's going to work. <laughs> Adventures in Caucasia. Hey, did you know that, that, um. That Green Book was directed by one of the Farley brothers. Like I didn't even know that. Yeah, like, that was a trip, like, right? Yeah, that's the one that does like Shallow Howl and Me, myself, and Irene. Irene. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like he's just decided he's gonna be serious now. And you know what I'm gonna do? You know what, guys? I'm gonna make a funny movie about how racism is bad. It's not gonna be funny, haha. It's gonna be funny because we didn't do the proper research. <laughs> See, deep, it's deepness. There's deepness in it. <laughs> so that's what we should be doing: is laughing the whole movie. That's what it is. Maybe, maybe that's what it is. How about yeah. you? What you got going on? Uh, not shit. I mean, really, just just chilling. I mean, it's it's uh softball season, so we got a lot of shit. Beans was asked to be on a select uh soccer team, 
So she's doing double duty with uh, oh, wow. with soccer and softball. So Monday, Tuesday is soccer. Wednesday is uh, softball academy. Thursday is our team practice. Friday is hitting. Saturday is our game. And then chilling on Sunday. So, Damn, those are some <laughs> busy-ass kids. And then, you know. Uh, Rice is doing it, doing just softball, but she has Wednesday's practice, Friday hitting, then, you know, uh, Blurred Vision, Miss Blurred Vision. She's playing too. So she has a game tonight at like nine on Tuesdays. And then she has a game on Sunday morning. She plays fast pitch. So it's like, bruh. God damn. When do you guys nap? I I just want to play some PlayStation for a little bit. I mean, (laughs) I play some PlayStation for a little bit. They'd be like, what? We don't have time for what the what I drove your asses all over the damn county. <laughs> Give me three minutes with fucking Laura Croft, man. That's you know, funny. Just busy though. Yeah. So is it gonna be like this for all the way through throughout the spring? It'll probably be like this through um because Beans is a second year or a first year tenue. She's not probably not going to get gold where there's like two levels of all stars. It's weird, but they have gold and silver. Um, the silver will be pretty much what our eight U gold team was last year. And they'll stay together and it's through summer. So, I mean, there's like tournaments oh, wow. summer. So yeah, it's, it's a long, long season. Yeah. I mean, I'm not but, surprised the family that, that uh, she comes from that should be playing that much, but damn, that's a lot. Yeah. Exactly. Our play cousin, before we jump into the rest of the, our huh. play cousin podcast, Why So Serious, um, which you were on last week, I ended up jumping on uh, a spur of the moment. We just decided yesterday to do it because, um, you know, that plane, what is it? Abducted in plain sight that they brought up. And you were like, right. no, I can't watch that shit. Bruh. <laughs> that fucking, really? I ended up watching it. You know how, did you watch the Fire Festival stuff? I did. Okay, so the big thing about the fire festival stuff was that a, a gay dude was being asked to suck a dick to get wa- a bunch of water out of customs so that the white rich kids could drink water, right? And everybody was like, that's the most shocking thing I've ever heard in a documentary. Wait for it. <laughs> they, this dude who kidnaps this child twice, mind you, the family is completely culpable. Like, they just trust this dude. They let him sleep with their daughter as a form of therapy, not have sex, but sleep as a form of therapy because his quote unquote therapist told him to do that. And he had three kids of his own. He could have been therapying with, but he was, he had it in his head that he was in love with this 12 year old girl. He kidnapped her. He married her in Mexico. He, um, they came back. He got arrested. He got off because he's hella charming. He then he had an affair with both the mom stop. and the dad. Full stop. Hella charming. The fuck? Apparently, just like everybody says all these fucking serial killers uh, are charming. Why? This dude is creepy as fuck. He looked dude, creepy. He sounded they, creepy. He They need to stop falling for the fucking Hi. How are you doing today? He Bitch. he took her to Mexico for 2 weeks. Comes wow. back, starts an affair. With the mom, it gets a hand job from the dad. Wait, no, I'm shot. Wait, <laughs> I'm telling you, I was from so pissed dad? off from the dad. 
they, they were Mormons. They were like they were like Idaho LDS. So they were like in a small community of real naive ass people. And the naivety was driving me crazy because they were just every red flag that should have been just flapping in the wind. These people were like, I trust you. Even though you kidnapped my kid before, it's okay. He kidnaps her two times. Two times. He has the girl convinced that she is half alien and half human and that she has to bear his child to save the uh, alien planet. What? <sighs> Dude, I'm telling you, I, I, this thing is so bizarre. I, I kept, po I never yelled at the TV more in my life than I did at this documentary. I had paused it and I kept going into the other room with Tree and being like, what would it take you straight as a straight man? For another straight dude, for you to jack off another straight dude because he says he hates his wife. Wait, wait that I, that's what I'm saying. Like, what reason was a hey, bro? Um, so yeah, can you? Uh, he no, asked. There's... He asked for relief, and the whole and the dude fucking jacked him off for relief. I, he reads as gay to me, but like you know, small town gay grew up in church right. gay can't be gay, right. so I married a woman gay. That's how he reads to okay. me. Okay, okay. They they were being like the play cousin podcast was basically like you know is he bisexual and then we started talking about like since I was a representative bisexual in the group I was like he doesn't read bisexual to me he reads gay right. I mean he's living a bisexual life but he reads he reads as fully gay and having to right. be married to a woman this shit was nuts dude nuts so in my stress of watching it and basically live tweeting my upsetness to them in a in a chat we ended up getting on and doing a review of the uh of the or distressing a debriefing yeah. i guess of uh of that show but that shit was crazy it's one of those right. things that you're so freaked out about how fucked up the parents are there's times you straight up forget that we're dealing with a pedophile like Right. The, it, it is so nuts. It's so nuts. But, oh my god! I'm gonna have. To, I got. I gotta watch it. You now. might have to because there's some things that they say that I just. I'm talking back to the people on TV. I don't do that that often. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, I do it. What am I gonna? <laughs> I was like, you black girl. <laughs> I was like, you I do that do shit it. in the movie theater. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I was like, I ain't gonna lie. Well, I'm trying to pretend. No, I do it. But this was the most I think I have ever yelled at a tv screen i kept having to pause it and walk out the room i was so disturbed wow. it's a trip I, well, it's, a, it's a documentary it's so a it's documentary like it's, yeah i think i think the wife and i will have to to watch that tonight it's such a trip it's such a trip dude but yeah that's so that's what i've done this week that's pretty much it so far it's just been uh white people and more white people i guess because that wouldn't happen to a black family i'll tell you that goddamn much and that was the weekend us. <laughs> All right, you ready to do this? Yes. Now we will be visiting and reviewing the movie Alita Battle Angel. Is that what it is? Yeah. Alita. Yeah. Alita Battle Angel. From the producers of Avatar and the director of is it Robert Rodriguez guy? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. the director what, of what, what, Sin City and oh. uh, from Planet Z, whatever that mashup that him and Quentin did, Desperado, yeah. that dude. That guy. And Marshall Ali. <laughs> Marshall. <laughs> Marshall. And Jennifer Connelly. 
She can still get it though. She can still get it, right? And I don't even like white girls. I was she like, damn, the, Jennifer. The, yeah, when well, she got out of the bed with the uh, little, she yeah, had a little fishnets and stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. What was that movie that was she she was in when we were young? Labyrinth. Labyrinth. That's the one. Yeah, I've been wanting to hit that since back then. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I knew I liked it, the white bitches. But uh, <laughs> you sure do, sorry, man. Sorry. Actually, she but, would be right your type, right? Just just pale black hair. White yeah, girl. That's what I'm saying. That works yeah, for so. you. I can, I can see it. It has so, Christopher um, Waltz in it um as well. It has uh the girl from she was on Parenthood. She was on the Maze Runner, the last two movies. Which one was that? The voice of the Alita? Yeah, the girl that was Alita. Oh, okay. uh, Ro- Rosa something. We'll have to look it up. But she was, yeah, she was um she was in the last two of Maze Runner. Maze Runner, the Death Trials, and then the other one. The I third know. one. I never did see those. End of the maze, I guess. I don't know. End of the maze. <laughs> Getting out of the maze. The other side, where the chief is. (laughs) Does it bother you that I'm not completely human? You are the most human person I have ever met. Didn't I tell you to be home before dark? I just lost track of time. Alita, we have to be responsible. Or someone very special. Hey, kid. Not just a teenage girl. Hey, what's your problem? You can't remember. What do you mean? Doc found you in the scrapyard. So you must be from up there. And I'm just an insignificant girl. That's what they want you to think. I'm not your daughter. I don't know what I am. You're the most advanced weapon ever. But that's just a shell. It's not bad or good. That part's up to you. I do not stand by in the presence of evil. She's threatening the natural order of things. Tonight is not a game. It is a hunt. I need you to destroy a girl called Alita. You made the biggest mistake of your life. And what's that? Underestimating who I am. about this movie um i did i didn't hate it um it was a good uh, do you want me to say what i what i feel about it if it would help go ahead both mine and tree's review of it was it was such a good movie if not for all the fucking racism this movie was so racist and i can't even get past some of the little shit like the like oh gosh 
I'm I'm black and Japanese. I love Japanese stuff. I'm a big old Japanese anime manga. Like it's my favorite things. I'm excited to see it on a big screen. Why we got Christopher Waltz, an Austrian white guy called Doctor Ido. Right. Everybody's got a Japanese name. The bad guy is a black guy. I mean, uber black bad guy is a white guy, but we don't even get to deal with him. Interim black guy is a is a black guy. Everybody's got Japanese names. One fucking Japanese person in the background of one scene. And a black sidekick nurse who doesn't speak except for one time to go, what? Yeah. I can't. My, that, when, when he said, okay... Cause I didn't even think about that. I was just like, all right, cool. He's a doctor. Oh, that's nice. She got, he got a black assistant. You know what I'm saying? That was cool and all that type of shit. But then I started thinking and I'm like, this is a, this is a manga. Right. And Mm -hmm. I probably said, I said that incorrectly, but, um, manga, manga, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but wait a second. And then when he goes, Oh, you, you know, when he saves her from the centurion, he was like, Oh, you, you know, I'm with Dr. Uh, Dr. Ito. And I was like, wait, what? And then they showed the sign, and I was like, wait a second. His name is Dr. Ito? Why the fuck? What? Why can't they... Why can't they take on Asian properties and give Asian actors a crack? There are tons of Japanese, Korean, and Chinese actors that could cross over, who speak English well enough to cross over, to not be too hard for an American audience to understand them. There's plenty of them. I see them in movies all the time. Why can we not give yellow people a crack? I don't understand it. I can't. I just, I I, I don't, I mean, yeah, exactly. If you, if you have inspiration, I mean, and we're, you have inspiration from a, from a, a, a manga that is, you know, yes, the because even the dude that's up in the up in what is it, Valerian? What's it called? Yeah, I forget what Vol- the name Voltron? of the, the Voltron. Upper, let's call, let's yeah. call it <laughs> Vol- Upper Voltron. And when they're from Upper Voltron, that dude is white. In the in the in the manga, he kind of plays that way, kind of that the Doctor Robotnik kind of white yeah. mustache, you know, that type of thing. Also, that's something fairly common in in um, anime and in manga right, to right. have, like, white presenting characters. And black presenting characters as the bad guys happens quite frequently as well. Right. Yeah. But, yeah. Right. And then really all of the characters, I mean, they'll probably say some shit like, well, they were all, like, cyborgs and robots. So why are you, you know, they're really not, uh, uh, I'm going to like, no, like they're not any particular race, which is yeah, what the exactly. argument was for with Ghost in the Shell casting, um, Scarlett Johansson as well. And it's like, see, I don't even have a problem taking a property from another country or another culture and adapting it, but adapt it. If, if you're going to go so far as to de japanese the property, you might as well take it to the whole extreme, right? Change the names, right. you know, make him Dr. Ed or whatever instead. Right. Um, or give him an Austrian name since he can never hide his accent, you know, do that. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. There's just things about it that really bother me. The Throughout the first, like, 15 to 20 minutes, it really bothered me how much screen time 
the black lady nurse had and we never get to see her speak she i think she has one line in the beginning and then she has a later line where, which is just what and early but there's so many times where the camera focused just on her and right. she has this expectant face like you think she's about to say something and then it just cuts to someone else to do the talking it made no sense to me like are you trying to get points in hiring a black nurse to be like look we put a black lady on the tv mm-hmm. it's fine but she she could have her position made sense that she would have spoke <laughs> i didn't send, yeah said stuff um you know, I mean, just to—I mean, give her shit to say. That's just—I mean, you could even just have her pass the story along. You know what I mean? Like, you know, be careful out there, or you know what I mean? Like when they walked or whatever. Right. Give her some shit. Give her some shit to say, and not just fold her arms like Big Mama. Like that—that's what I feel like. They always have that, you know, because like later on when he was getting kind of, you know, like go out there and you win this and then you come back to me and she was kind of like come on baby you know it's okay let your baby girl go out there yeah, you, you know play she, all the motorball she and didn't shit. say anything like that she's just physically there she didn't even say bye when alita says bye to the two of them and then uh, dr ito says bye to her and then black lady nurse is just there waving it's like you couldn't you couldn't give her a few more lines. And then also, like, there's a, a storyline where there's uh, prostitutes or or what I assume to be prostitutes or at least women are being ripped, basically. You know, they're being cut up and their body parts are, are taken away from them. Their cyborg body parts are taken away from them and they're dying. Um, and the first one you get to see this happen to is a black lady. Um, right. Yeah, so you know, like, it's yeah. like things like that. Like this is that this is that subtle thing that passes by probably majority of the white audience, but just not. And but but I mean, let me ask you this: Do you really think that in America? I mean, are we the only ones that are going to notice that? I mean, that was the first thing that I kind of noticed: is like, okay, this kind of seems off. Seems off. Where they're kind of really trying to diversify something that is mainly you know that's mainly japanese like you know what i mean yes there's gonna be some parts but it was like yeah okay so when they're at the bar and they see all of the uh you know the hunter killers or the what are they called hunter hunter warriors hunter warriors when they see all of those okay there's some japanese dudes like there was the dude in the back saying some like, shit. There yeah, was the he one, was the know. one line that a japanese person in the movie had was like the guy said how many people he killed and then he was like he says like 300 plus people that he killed and he's like 307 <laughs> it's like that's still plus nigga right, right. <laughs> yeah you don't get to see it i don't i don't understand i don't understand why it's that okay i i so i asked tree because i'm like he basically is a white dude so i'm like eh, do you did you notice the things that bothered me the nurse thing he brought up, we were basically bringing that up at the same time. He was like, why right. couldn't she talk? So, you know, he's sensitive enough. He's been around enough. He He's picking up on the on the things. Um, so that one bothered him. He didn't pick up on the name, but that makes sense probably more for me to pick up because I hear Ido and I'm like, I know what the fuck that is. It's a Japanese name and a half. It's also a period of feudal Japan. You know, like it's a it's a very noticeable word for me. Maybe not so much for him. Um, he, I prepped him with my annoyance that there was going to be a black bad guy. Like I had already said, you know, I want to see it, but I'm a little nervous about there being a a black bad guy. 
And he goes, oh, okay. So there's things like that that, you know, I, I don't know if he would have caught on to it as much if I hadn't said something before. But he definitely caught up on the nurse thing. And he also brought up the prostitute thing before I noticed it. Not before I noticed it, but just like before I said anything about it, he was like, oh, and then the first girl that gets ripped. And I'm like, oh, yeah, her too, you know. But the story was so good. Yeah, yeah, it really it was it was I mean, and and, and it left questions and not like, like, what the fuck happened here? But it left questions like, man, you know, when she's learning her shit, I want to learn more about it. I want to know about the fall. I want to know about, you know what I mean? Like where she came from and what, what happens next. Like, I, I do like that. And I hope if they do actually get in, you know, get to do, uh, you know, a sequel or something like that, that they are able to actually then change, you know, make up for that you know, all the bullshit. Maybe they'll, they'll hear that. Maybe. But, but you know what I mean? It was, it, it was actually a pretty good story. It was actually a pretty good story. You know, it, and then at the end, I, the one thing that was tripped me, what was trippy when you noticed that the bad, who the bad guy was, right? Um, oh, what I wanted to say about your, about the racism, the one thing I saw too, was that, why did the white guy, when he went into the black guy's body, he had to turn his light, his eyes his blue. His eyes I'm would like, turn blue. <laughs> I know. That's the most crazy shit. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> Be like, oh, don't worry about the black body. Right, Look at the like, blue eyes. <laughs> I mean, I guess I get like having some sort of visual marker to show that he's changed. But th- this is actually something. This is what frustrates the fuck out of me about Mahershala. He's so fucking talented. He, you could tell he was two different people within the same scene, right? Like he, he was right. that different. He was that good at doing it. But he's still picking these roles that are just like, come on, don't you know that there's something going on here? The blue eye uh, thing. Like, I was sitting there fi- trying to find a reason. Like, I'm just trying to justify it. I'm like, okay, they're all cyborgs. It's cyborg eyes. The cyborg right. eyes are trying to tell you that he switched a person, you know, that kind of stuff. And at the end of the day, I still come out of it irritated by it. I'm like, well, then why did it have to be blue? Could it have just been like, could they have just whited over or, you know, purple yeah, yeah, like, or any other color, yellow even? Yeah, make it look computery. Like, you know what I mean? Like a yeah. non-human eye, you know? Um, but yeah, I, that that, that kind of tripped me out um, with that. But, um, you know, I mean, it left questions and it left, you know, I, I, she was... She was believable. I liked how she kind of just, you know, came into it was better. Like it was a better Jason Bourne where, you know, like Jason Bourne, you were like, how the fuck is he doing all this stuff? And then you kind of understood how she was able to even with that different body. And then when she got her thing, she was like, look, this this feels like me. This is my shit. You know what I'm saying? Now I can do more. And I'm able to connect with this body. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like this is just weird things about it. Like there's so many things that I want to, I want to, you know, do I even want to, uh, I'm sitting there trying to find ways of justifying it probably for the sake of our conversation. But, but really like even after, cause we, you know, I'm one of those people that sits till the end of the trailer or end of the right. credits and to yep. the annoyance of everybody who comes with me, but tree's now trained for it. He knows I don't get up. So he doesn't get up. Um, but he, we, like we looked over at each other and it was like, we weren't hyped right at the end of the credits, right? Like, we were both looking at each other, so we knew there's feelings. Like, what? Ha- 
how how do you feel about this um and then it was like yeah it was it was great except for all the racism like like (laughs) we both kind of had that that sense like it was i thought the story was really good i thought the the pacing of the story was really good in terms of you know even though there was a love story and everything like that the the amount of time it took for them to like each other and fall and you know all that kind of stuff it's like yeah that's fine all right sure um you're willing to sacrifice your life for a dude you met five minutes ago that's that's fine um you know, we're trained for that shit. So, okay, I'll give that to you. But in terms of like just seeing little things, like you can imagine a girl who's been dormant for 300 years, you know, the first guy who pays attention to her, you can imagine that kind of connection. And also he's showing her things that she doesn't, she doesn't know. Like he's putting her on a motorcycle. He's taking her up to a rooftop. You know, he's telling her things. I, I, so I'm totally fine with the pacing of their, their love story, whatever. I'm okay with the how fast she started to acclimate to her body. Am I? Yeah. You're okay with the way she fell in love with the dude after three days? I mean, no, I'm saying, I'm saying like, it's, it's fine. Like I'm finding ways to justify it. Like it's fine. She's been dormant for 300 years. He's showing her things and you know, that could be exciting. Okay, fine. You're in love. You're willing to sacrifice yourself for some dude that fucking you just met. Okay, fine. But took her I'm, whole heart out for that motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, right. I was just like, I get it in terms of the story, but, like, you know, my little Grinch black heart is just <clears> sitting <throat> here going, like, do I, like, do, how, what does it take? Tree had to work on me for seven years before I paid him any mind outside okay. of our friendship. Like, how am I pulling my heart out to, to help <laughs> <laughs> to help keep this dude alive. <laughs> like, exactly. like, go ahead and take this. I'll get a, I'll get a, you know, a backup heart from some. I it, and it's, it's funny. I even told you about this. Is that you've gotten, you you've it, I, you got something on beans because every time. <laughs> We're watching a movie and some mushy shit come up. She always looks at me like, hey, uh, uh, mixed girl man would be like this. Like, <laughs> really? <laughs> it, really? Only took, it only took one meeting. I got a train. <laughs> she just looks at me like, she has that face. I'm like, exactly. Yes. That's so cute. <laughs> so, so, I love yeah. it. Little um, beans got my back. She got you. Um, you know, and, and I knew that the, the, the love had to had to progress in that in that in that way um because essentially we knew that she was going to connect with that dude he was doing some bad stuff then she was going to be disconnected because she had to do something that was going to make her against the upper people you know what i'm saying yeah and not just not allowing her to go up there now the questions that i have is like okay there's the upper people right why are these people down here? I mean, to me, I would have just gotten enough bombs to bomb those little pillars and let the motherfuckers float away or whatever or come down or I, I don't like right. I don't I don't get the whole symbiotic relationship between the two. But also where... like what is are things okay, so he said those tubes are just for shooting stuff up, not not um not for people. Not for people or whatever. But like, yeah, what's stopping them from blowing up the bottoms of the tube so that the thing just floats away or comes crashing down, I guess, is the other problem. It could just come right. crashing down. Um, yeah, but what is the nature of the relationship that's really all that helpful? That right. Mahershala sends up body parts of 
of people for homeboy to experiment on exactly like i mean and and i it and i understood what he was getting out of it like okay when you're wherever you are try to be king don't you know what i mean don't go to a different place because then you'll be at the bottom right of the table, you know what i'm saying i get that part of it but what yeah like what was the relationship like what is he gaining from that like i guess that i mean that there's that much there's a lot of those questions left you know what i mean um yeah and i wonder if you read the actual manga if you pick that up right right because i did i i didn't read it i just familiar with you know with it, its existence right. or whatever um you know i've discovered since we started doing this show more often than not we're talking about some shit that i'm like eh, i haven't read that one yet <laughs> i just know right. something about I it i need to start reading shit <laughs> I got I, me too. Who has the uh, time? It it's a, it does take some time because because I don't like to just skim. I like to sit and sit in in it, not yeah. just sit and read it. I want to sit in it, so I'm like you know what I mean. I'm not just going through. I like to understand and have my phone next to me. Like I, I I'm one of those ones that's like researches shit while I'm looking at something. So oh, okay, you know what I mean. Like if what what the fuck happened here or is this true or you know what I mean. So I look up stuff and. And whatnot. So I want to like sit and do that. And I shit. I I got kids, man. Uh, I I got no time to do all that shit. You see, you heard my schedule. But yeah, like your schedule is crazy with uh, with your kids and stuff. I mean, I just have podcasts keeping me sitting in my chair here at home. But you got reasons to actually leave your house and shit. Um, <laughs> right. So it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of an investment um, to do this kind of stuff. But and I guess you know it's sort of kind of I started to realize like my interest in. And the kind of stuff we talk about for the show is like nostalgia shit. It's like all the shit I did pay attention to when I was younger, but I'm not really as immersed in now that I'm older. But but in the same way that I still listen to old school hip hop versus I couldn't tell you anybody today besides Kendrick, you know, like, yeah, like I like Kendrick because he's similar in style to the people that I I came up listening to and, and loving and stuff like that. But like a friend of mine sent me a picture of Trey songs the other day and I was like, right. Oh, he's cute. He's got dimples. Who is he? And he's like, Trey songs. And I'm like, yeah, I've heard of him. I guess I couldn't tell you. <laughs> I couldn't tell you if he's R and B or rap or what, right. like I couldn't tell you anything about it. I don't investigate new shit often anymore. Um, right. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't read this one, but I, uh, I knew it existed. That's it. So, I mean, what would you, what's the commentary that you're, you pull out of, out of this movie? Out of that? Um, like, what do you think that, that it's like, that it's trying to say? Or yeah, what like, you... what's it, is it, is it trying, you know, you, you try to think like sometimes movies are, are like, um, right, you know, right. reflecting society back at you or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, is that, um, do you feel that there's some sort of message that's coming out of here that we're supposed to? internalize into our world in some kind of way you know i didn't even i I don't think i but i mean because i feel as though it was mostly like you know hey i don't know i think surprise i think the surprises come from the things that you discard you know i'm saying like i felt as though it was kind of like you know they 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 got they got her all you know they trashed her or whatever and also and somebody clarify how 
this girl is 300 years old, half human, half cyborg, sitting at the top of a trash pile. Top of it. Did they see? just drop her off, or did he dig that far down that he finally got to back where the 300-year-old stuff was? Right, and then did she get kilted? Did kilted it in uh, when they were trying to go up the tube things? Yeah, see, that's the other part. Like, did she was she captured? Uh, did she get killed? Did she erode away, and that was what was left of her? Did she get up there successfully, but then get thrown back down? Like we didn't right, get we didn't trash. get all of those things that could have filled that in, and maybe that's something that they would share with us in a sequel or right, something. Right. I don't know, but I kept I I kept being hung up on these silly little things because other aspects of it were bothering me. I'm like, oh yeah, and another thing, how's she sitting at the top of a trash pile? You know, like. Right. Yeah, I mean, in 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 and and also, I mean, there's a lot like a lot of question like the Erm. <clears throat> she got you know she was able to go into this ship that was reacting with her, and it was only one body left. That was her, you know, a body that she can connect to, and that was the only part of her. Like it's like it was a whole bunch of these heads around everywhere. Yeah, and like you know, you just you know just... you. It's like a cartridge. You put your head into a new body. I know. It's uh, such a, like, what's even the process? Like, right. uh, I, what I didn't get, I guess, where that Erm stuff was concerned. And I felt like they explained it, but I didn't quite connect to the stuff. So, like, she's some side of, some kind of cyborg warrior. But the enemy, the Martians or whoever the fuck, were the ones who created or used her. Or did like the humans do that, and then they ended up borrowing some of the Mars technology? Is that what happened with her? Right. It was a it, yeah. I don't. I don't know if she like Erm was the a people against the Mars people, or was it a part of the Mars people? That's what I couldn't get. Like, did yeah. did like the Martian ships crash, and then Erm took over the Martian ships, and then Erm became the enemy of the people because the the people in the bottom world kept saying that they were the enemy. Right. So I was really confused about that's that why, kind of stuff. That's why. Yeah, that's why old boy was was like, oh, she's a metalhead or whatever, hard body. Hard body. Yeah. And oh, there again, the black best friend gets killed. Yeah. Yeah, that was some, yeah, yeah. And At least the Asian girl got away. She did get away, too. <laughs> She's just like, peace out, you know, and then we never hear what happened to her again. She's just like, my, all my friends are dead. No big deal. Yeah, they was like, uh, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. <laughs> so she was gone, yeah. And and here's the other thing that bothers me, like when a, a black best friend or something like that dies, is he's the naysayer, right? Like, he's the one who didn't support her, and therefore he ended up dying you know like it's kind of like every time a girl has sex in a horror film she's the one you know is going to get killed right. like she has to be punished for her quote-unquote wrongdoing like this is what it feels like the black guy didn't support the you know ambiguously asian and white looking robot and so he gets killed <laughs> part way through right. Like, right. Like it just feels this way yeah it feels like yeah he was like bro some bad's gonna happen bro and then all of a sudden he cut in half like 
that's fucked up. Like, cause he 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 was telling you guys the whole time that that's some shit that's gonna come back, and it's always like that. And it, it, I no, I feel you. It I really, definitely really do. is. Yeah. And uh, so I sit there and, um, you know, because we talk about this stuff every week and, you know, I got the other show and stuff like that. I'm like, am I becoming more sensitive to race things than I would be if I wasn't talking about this stuff all the time? Uh, I can't tell. I don't think so. I feel like I'm always this heightened. Um, but maybe I am more heightened right now. I don't know. But like I sit there. And I hate that I, I hate that I do this. Oh gosh, I hate that I do this. I hate that I bounce it off of tree for the purpose of, you know, just just the gauge. Not not asking right. his permission or anything like that, but just like the gauge. Would you be sensitive about this thing I'm sensitive about? Kind of a kind of a thing. Right. Um. Right. And I don't know if it's his empathy or if it's his you know my influence on him for the last twenty seven years or whatever. Usually he's on board. Like usually he's on board with me. There's only a few times where he's like, "I don't think this is what you think it is," and then I'm just like, "You're mm-hmm. just wrong because you grew up white." Um, <laughs> right, right. Um, but like I feel, I, I feel, I feel like I don't feel bad that I found that many racist things coming out of here. It just felt like it was really, really obvious to me. No, I mean, I, I mean, it wasn't. Because I mean, that's those those were things that I saw too, and it's not just because we talk about it. You talk about it more than I do in other capacities and such. Um, yeah. So mostly, what I see, I see it a lot in just everyday shit. Like you know, like I guess because I am, a, you know, a black guy. You know, like that's the way I. That what do you? How do you say it again? Present. Yeah, I'm black presenting, you know, because so I see a lot of things like that. So I'm I guess I'm in that same heightened, you know, uh, oh, they wouldn't have done this because of this or that, you know, that look at this shit. You know, what I mean, this is this because of that. Yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, a lot of people around me when I point it out, they're like, oh, shit, I didn't see it that way. They don't really see it like me just being super sensitive or or anything like that. So I think that in this in this capacity, in this realm we do see it and that's why we have this podcast is because we have the situation where you know all these allegories and all these different things that go that are in comics that people don't see and they're supposed to see like right. x-men being black people and all that type right. of stuff and racism and things is we're seeing it and we've been seeing it and i think that us talking about this is making them be able to say okay now I can see it. Not that we're being sensitive. Right. It's just that they're putting it in there and they're trying to be subtle about it for people that aren't going to get it. Right. And, and maybe if you if you do it so subtly over time, over time, over time, people will start understanding like, oh, shit, this is why. OK, I understand this. OK, maybe I can do my part in the whole shit. I don't I don't know. Right. No, I think I think there is something to that because uh, this is like. To me, this is just a film version of a microaggression. You know, it's mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. when a person says, you know, oh, he's attractive for a black guy. And we're just like, ugh, microaggression or whatever, um, which right. fucking happens to me at work all the time. Um, <laughs> but, but then this is like a way of that same thing. It's like kill the black friend. Let the one black lady not speak. It, you know, and it's you know what it is. It's so specific to the way in which black people are erased right now right like it makes so much sense that they silenced the black woman and killed 
the black boy. You know, like that's reflected to me. It felt like that was reflective of what's going on in our world. And so a white audience to me, I think a white audience would just see that as blow it right past. Like, well, they're just the ones who got it. It could have been anybody. Um, And -hmm. I feel like Mm -hmm. for us, we see it in like, of course, you know, I mean, I forget when, when um, he, he leaned over, but at one point tree leaned over well before the black kid gets killed and he right. and he leans over he's like he gonna die you know yeah. and right. it's it's kind of our joke like you know it's an uncomfortable joke or a dark joke or whatever but it's kind of our joke whenever we see something like that we're like he gonna die and um you know nine times out of ten that is the case like if it's a black person he gonna die is gonna be a thing you know but but it's it's we see it in other things. We see it in other genres. We see it in other things like comic movie movies and, and regular movies. But see, it's already a trope in fucking scary movies, right? Where right. the black guy is the first person to die. You know what I mean? So it's it's funny how, like, I mean, I saw something the other day. It was for Black History Month. And it was Rail, the, you know, the comedian Rail. Mm. It was Rail is goes down in history as the first black guy to save another black guy. Oh in yeah. History, you know what I mean? In a, in a <laughs> in a horror movie. film. Right. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> so it's like we you know, it's a trope in other genres, in a mm-hmm. genre that everybody knows, all right, if you're black and you're in a scary movie, you're gonna die first. Right. Because you have no you have no we we have to save the white girl. We have to save, you know, that love interest the two people are are fighting for the love and blah as blah blah. As long as they didn't fuck yeah oh yeah because then she's impure you right. know what i mean so that's why you know hell has to take her away but um you know so it's you have really you have no movement after the fact that you know you're the black guy that says some shit like hey yo we partying and shit and then all of a sudden you know you dead nigga yeah and you know what i mean and then you know the one girl shows her boobs and then she's dead you know right. what i mean so it's like those are tropes and other things. We see it in other things. And I think that other people are like, well, wait a second. This isn't a scary movie. Uh, so that's that's not something that happens in this. Uh, you know, it's just not normal way that the story goes. You yeah, know what like I mean? maybe so, they're just so desensitized from seeing it that, they, that it doesn't feel like a thing. And then, right. you know, here we are screaming at the top of our lungs on a regular basis. It's like, imagine if all you ever saw was someone who looked like you dying. You know, mm-hmm. imagine if all you ever saw was someone who looked like you couldn't speak. Uh, you know, or couldn't succeed in any way, shape, or form. Imagine right. if that was your reality. And um, for whatever reason, the masses of white people right. don't seem to get that. Uh, right. And I'm not saying that the number of white people who do get it is teeny tiny. I think they're definitely out there. Uh, certainly the white friends that I have um, are those types of people, you know. Right. There's right. Like, I, I got some militant-ass white friends that get... M- faster angry than i do sometimes and they you know they send me a message they're like are you as pissed as me about this and i'll be like i didn't even hear this story yet you know like i definitely got those white friends out there um and so i don't think of it as you know when i when i say white people in in the general term i'm kind of spelling it yt people you know like it's just like this particular brand of whiteness that ignores the fact that we see this stuff on a regular basis and are kind of broken down and weathered by it so that even even for the purposes of watching a movie where you're supposed to be able to just, you know, um, suspend your disbelief and just enjoy yourself and, you know, allow the world to immerse you, 
in even in our fantasy stuff, they put that real shit in there for us to pick up on. And it kills. Like, it continues. It's like there's no safe space. And that's why, you know, Get Out was kind of a safe space, even though it was a, you know, painful subject matter, uh, because we could see it and we all knew it was there. Or Black Panther is certainly a safe space because we got to see all this beautiful blackness without necessarily uh, a white oppressor coming down and getting mm-hmm. in the way, you know, this kind of stuff. Like, we need to start paying closer attention to these types of things and showing us situations in where it's not always the black best friend that dies. He doesn't come out yeah. and say, oh, hell no, and then, meh, you know, or whatever the fuck, <laughs> right. or damn, right. and then, meh, you know, like, we, mm-hmm. if we can get away from that type of stuff. Um, and also not replacing it with a white character who talks like this to black people. <laughs> right. <laughs> Right, 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 right. <laughs> the uh, like when you hear white people code switch to to feel like part of the team with the black people, you know that kind of stuff can be really weathering too. So I don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I was, I was hella grumpy after watching it. And the fucked up thing is, like story wise, I'm in. But these stupid little things, like if I could just recut the movie in little ways, like. Give the nurse some more speaking opportunities. Um, maybe replace the friend that dies with a different friend or, you know, whatever. I don't know. Just little things. Turning Mahershala's eyes purple instead or orange instead of blue. You know, things like that. Like a little bit more things that just kind of reduce some of those micro aggression or micro racism, I guess. I don't know what to call it. What else to call right. it? Because other right. than that... I've never was... said this ever about any movie. I've never said I loved it except for all the racism or this was good except for for all the racism. I never said anything <laughs> like that before. It's weird, right? It feels so fucked up to say. <laughs> if it wasn't for all the racism, I like for, that. Film. You know, like it's yeah, because so you, bizarre. Cuz I think that we cuz we get to a point where just like this is some racist shit. I'm not, I I don't want to give it any 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 way after that you know what i mean right but it was it, it was it was it, you know what i mean it was okay it progressed well uh you know what i mean um i'm glad you know it was dude i didn't even know that that was james earl haley james the earl. big ass or J, what's that dude's name not james earl haley i mean i always do that um earl what's the what's the dude's name you talking about the ultimate bad guy yeah, Petrushka or whatever his name. Oh, name that was. guy. Oh, I don't know who the fuck he is. He's not familiar to me at all. Petrushka. Dude, he. Yeah, no. What, what is he? He didn't. He didn't look familiar. But you know he's Jackie Earl Haley. Who's that? Jackie Earl Haley. You know what I'm talking about? He started back. He was uh the bad boy on uh on um uh Bad News Bears. He was uh Rorschach on Watchmen. Oh wow. That that's what I'm saying. Like I didn't know that that was him. That was a good job. Wow. Because he's such a small dude. You know what I mean. The same guy that played. Um... He played Freddy on the new. Freddy, yeah. yeah, him. Yeah. That was yeah. him playing the Petrushka guy or whatever. That was him. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. No, I wouldn't have picked that up. 
what's funny though is in terms of the ultimate bad guy the you know last minute reveal of who the ultimate bad guy was i needed him to take those glasses off for me to notice that it was ed norton right and you know who i thought it looked like fucking dana carvey (laughs) yes i can see that i totally can see that he looked like, oh well, isn't that special? That's like so he thought. Funny. I swear to God, I was like, I was like, is that the is that the church lady? That's is so that funny. Because I can think of he looked familiar, and I think I was picturing Dana Carvey, but I wasn't putting my finger on it. And then he popped those glasses off. I was like, oh, Ed Norton. And I told Trey that as we were leaving, I was like, I needed to know. I needed him to pop those glasses off to know it was Ed Norton. And he laughed at me. He's like, really? It was hella obvious the whole time. And Trey don't know nobody. Right. Like, Bro, I did not know. I did not know. I'm see. I'm gonna tell him that it wasn't just me, and he could he could back up off me on that one. Mm-hmm. I did not know. And then yeah, when he took it off, I was like, "Is that? Oh shit, that's Ken Norton." I said, "That's Ken, Ken Norton." Norton. <laughs> what? No, that's wrong. <laughs> wrong. Wrong Norton. Wrong Norton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I don't know how I feel. Like, if it come on HBO or Showtime next, I'll probably watch it again just to kind of see, mm-hmm. but. Like, I don't want to pay extra to see it again. Uh, but I, I I, thought the story was good. Like, it's so disappointing to enjoy a story and have something fundamental, st- like, stand out and kind of ruin the experience. I don't know. Maybe I'm just a naysayer about everything, but that, that's how I felt. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was, I, I, I liked it. So, I mean, I. What would you uh... give it? Uh, because of the racism, I have to take uh, three points off. <laughs> no. <laughs> three points off um, racism. I, yeah. it's it was better than it was better than uh, racist ass Aquaman. Yeah. And what, did I get, what did I get, Aquaman? I mean, remember we kind of oversold it because yeah. we were influenced by that, but that dude in the moment. So I think you had given it like a s- six point five. Oh, we did. We marked it back down, right? What did we give him? Yeah, yeah maybe down. a six point five. I don't remember. I think I brought it back down to like a five, five or four point five or something like that. I don't remember actually. <laughs> I'll give this a seven point five. Seven point five. Um, because I want to see more of it. Like I want to yeah, see. Yeah, like I think I would too. It, I mean, at at first, I was like, "Why are they pushing this little this weird game?" You know what I'm saying? And then that shit became real tight. And then I was like, "Oh, okay, I see all this." And then they're like, "Oh, you get to go to the top if you win." And I like, I want to see her battle to get there. Right. And like, as a Japanese, I'm all about vengeance. So to get as far as we got without without true vengeance happening. Like, mm-hmm. I need to finish the vengeance. Like, you can't, you, we can be patient as Japanese and wait a really long time to get our vengeance, but goddammit, we're going to get our vengeance. And when that movie ended, it was like, oh, sequel just to see the vengeance. So that means right. it has to perform well to be able to get that far. And I don't want it to be something like six years later, we finally get to see it because James Cameron takes that long to deal with the graphics or whatever, like they're doing with Avatar. I don't give a fuck about Avatar anymore. Like if they'd hit yeah. us back two years after, I would have been, I would have been down for it. But now I'm like, I don't care about that. So who uh, who is? Um, speaking of Vengeance, have you ever seen Lady Vengeance the movie? I think I had it. Is it? I think I had it in my queue, but now I don't remember if I actually ever watched it. I got it on DVD. If you want to watch that, but show. that's is, oh, is that the one with the um. 
the violin string thing. She's yeah, she it's it's crazy. Like it's it's a it's a pretty it's I mean, it's pretty violent and crazy. Yeah, uh, I think I did see it, but it's been years cuz I was living like in Austin back when I I remember the violin string stuff mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one's crazy. She, they got some crazy movies out there, man, for Vengeance, if you like that. <laughs> well, I do. And, like, Japanese-style Vengeance is a little bit different. But, like, I got to say, and, you know, my grandma, who is still living, would be rolling around in her grave if she wasn't, if she heard me say, um, Koreans know how to make a good Vengeance movie. <laughs> <laughs> my grandma would be like, Korea! Yeah. Um, no, but they do. Like, Old Boy, not the one that that Samuel Jackson is in, yeah, but like the real, the real one is really good. Um, there's one called like, I'll sleep after I die. Like the translation of the title is weird in English, but Oh, what is that one called? I'll look that one up. That one messes you up. They, they do some vengeance movies in Korea. Like no joke. Yeah. I think it's what Chan Wook Park is the, is the director He's the one that did all the vengeance uh, movies because there's a couple of them, like Sympathy for Lady Vengeance and right. Oh, and they're like connected in a in a right, strange right, kind right. of way, right? Yeah, weird, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah um, I remember that. I think Old Boy is even a part of some of the connected movies. I think you see Battle, a character yeah, in the background crazy. or something like that. Have you ever seen Battle Royale? Of course, I've seen Battle Royale, oh. and then they remade it in America and called it Hunger Games. <laughs> oh that yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I we need a for real, a for real, for real. Battle Royale with some white kids. <laughs> with some white kids, we just watch white kids kill each other and just be like, <laughs> and blow up. Get me a large popcorn so I can watch these pale faces kill themselves. Yeah, damn right. I'm gonna pay AMC so I can. <laughs> <laughs> just keep the popcorn coming. I can watch this on repeat. Um, yeah. No. Okay. So you you have seen the the real Battle Royale, right? Yes. So you know, like that's got some racism in it too (laughs) um that type of blackface japanese um almost ape-like uh team (laughs) i guess i don't know what else to call them that shit as soon as that popped up oh i was watching it and a friend of mine who i was watching it with goes there's gonna be something that's gonna make you very upset i just want (laughs) you to know it's coming and then it pops up, and I was like, what the fuck? And she's like, they're your people. And I'm like, I know <laughs> they're my people, but god damn it. Yeah. I needed a little bit more warning on that. Yeah. Um, it's Something's going to be very, uh, yeah, watch. That's what I mean. Like, wait, what? Yeah. What's co- oh, shit. Yeah, that one is rough, but... I'd be down to, I mean, I guess with Hunger Games, you did have, the, like, the one group of folks that were black or whatever, but I'd be down for watching Battle Royale if it was just a bunch of white kids who had to kill each other, kill themselves. Why not? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I liked it, um, just the way that that movie, I, I remember I was younger and I started watching that shit, I was like, man, an old boy, I was on that shit, uh, but, like, my, my favorite, my favorite you know, like when we were doing like film school and shit, was my favorite was um, Kurosawa movies. You know how that shit is because yeah. they just they got us on that. That shit is man. That dude was a genius. But actually, uh, I would be. It would be kind of interesting to do a review or a, a kind of a breakdown between all the different versions of Seven Samurai that have happened since is, that movie came out. 
That's a good idea. Like the Magnificent I think they're coming with a new one. And yeah, yeah. There's there's so many different variations that people have tried to recreate the magic of uh, Seven Samurai. But um, uh, yeah, that might be interesting. That could be something we could get into. Yeah, that sounds nice. <laughs> Should do it old, uh, like um, like they did on what was the show, the Science Theater three thousand or whatever. You You've talked and... about that before. <laughs> we just sit in front of a screen and we'll watching it. <laughs> we when we get our channel of of yeah, we'll just sit there and we'll get our little studio going. So, yeah. We'll make it work, and I'll make sure we have a a popcorn machine in the office so that you'll be oh, taken you care know of. Because <laughs> yeah. dude, I was on no carbs for the whole month, and then and then, then we went to the movie. And Beans was like, I want just a large popcorn and a large soda, you know, because I have the medium and yeah. the upgrade or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, she was like, can you make it like I like it? And it's like, you know, hella butter and salt and shit. So I made it all. And I'm just sitting there like, God damn it. So I, just... <laughs> <laughs> so I said, so I gave it to her and I was like, listen, if I reach for some of this popcorn, you have to smack it away or whatever. She bit my hand. I was like, okay. <laughs> Thank you for keep, you know. Hey, thank you for keeping me honest. But shit, girl, that is you got hilarious. The, you got them jaggedy ass new teeth coming in, and you, you, you know what I mean? Jaggedy so. ass new teeth. Uh, I think so. I just found the title of this episode. <laughs> there it is. That is hilarious. So, what do you give it? Oh, I guess I'll do six because, yeah. I'm I'm nicer to movies. You're you're, you're nicer you're, than me. Yeah. I think you're nicer than me in, in life in general. Like I, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird because, like I know we do this little sister Ebert at the movies thing because of Ebert and shit. I loved Ebert. Every I was always down for Ebert, but I feel like in our exchange, I am the, the Siskel, who yeah. was always a dick. But like, man, just people be pissing me off with these movies sometimes. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you before we go though. Yeah. Do you like do you like Blue Will Smith? I I mean, I had to wait. I don't care yet. Like, I'll wait. Um, right. We talked I think we talked about it. Yeah, I just we talked about it a little bit. So. I mean, it definitely looks funky and I wonder if they'll polish it up a little bit by the time we actually see the movie. Because you know, sometimes they do do that. Yeah, and you know they're gonna be like, Hey George, we need your help, George. Come on, man. <laughs> but even like even if it's a little tacky, it's like, whatever, it's a Disney. Uh, let's see, what else we got going on? Oh, I never remember to say it, so I'll remember to say it. Uh, to follow us on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at BlurredComMixed. B-L-E-R-D-C-O-M-I-X-E-D. And start chatting with us on Facebook and all that kind of stuff. I know I never post on Facebook, and I need to start posting on our Facebook group, but I do, <laughs> I do keep up on the Twitter. Are you out of Twitter jail yet? Bro, I'm still in Twitter jail. I read that did it again and I'm they're like, oh, this has been for multiple violations of rules. And I'm like, what fucking rule? So they have like, not at all given you any explanation. Not a reason. Like I said, I because I, I re redid like, hey, bro, why is it still down? Because somebody was like, it's usually about seven days. It's usually about, you know, whoop de whoop. Yeah. But like I, I sent him another one. I'm like, bro, what's going on? Like can you just at least tell me some shit so I can rectify it or whatever? Right, because what if you I fuck up again? Exactly. So I don't. I just. I. I don't even know why. At least when I was on Pinterest a long time ago, <laughs> and I had put some titties on there, I was like, okay, <laughs> I get it. Because it's been least, since we've been doing the show, you've been 
not that you're been... not that you're never like not super tame or anything like that, but you've been tamer in some of the things that you've retweeted because I think because we're doing the show, maybe right. I don't know. But no, no, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. Because that's why, like, I'm like, bro, if I'm gonna have this show, I don't need to be, you know, that's porn. Don't need to be my you know favorite. What I'm saying? Thing. So I, you know, I just DM it to myself. So no, um, I'm joking. But <laughs> oh please, <laughs> we grown. It's fine. <laughs> um, uh, but you know what I mean. So yeah, I have been. So that's what that's what's so weird about the that's whole situation. Trip. Well, so, you should use the old Gmail email that we made before I got the before I got the blurred comics domain email. You should use the Gmail email to set up the new account just so you can get back on. I do need to, yeah, and then just to be the OG. So yeah, that's I'll probably do that. I'm probably gonna do that shit tomorrow. Okay, we gotta get back to shit, and, and you know, and even if I do, I'm able to, I'm able to find all them boobies and stuff yeah, on Tumblr. You can still so. find your boobies. Yeah, I'll still find my boob. <laughs> <laughs> so so funny. All right, people. <laughs> I try to end it. So That's such an awkward pause. Like, how do you get from boobies? To yeah. bye, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Boobies and bye bye. <laughs> Mommy made me mash my M and M. Blurred Comics is a Main Hustle Media podcast, co-hosted by Mixed Girl Maine and Blurred Vision, produced and edited by Charmaine Johnson. If you like our show, please subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. Main Hustle Media. Turn your side hustle into your main hustle.